This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 470 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and TotalSaddleFit.com. Thank you for joining us on our big announcement show. We'll get to that shortly. But I also wanted you to know that we're starting a dressage book club this week, and we've got a great Total Saddle Fit trainer tip about the transition from warm-up to the show ring. Reese Koffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, Canada. And you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. And we have our producer slash founder of the Horse Radio Network here, Glenn. Hey, guys. Say hi. Good to talk to you again. Hi. Hi. We've been away for a couple of weeks and now we're, we're jumping back into our summer shows. I know, and we have a big show. Glenn goes away on a on an anniversary trip, and we come back and we have big big news. I love it. Well, this is a big day all around for for many different reasons, but we got to get right to the big announcement. Drum roll, please. Let's get the let's get the party started. Well, tonight we are very excited because we have a big special announcement for the show. We have Kathy Robertson, who is the Education Department Manager at USDF, on the program. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, we have been kind of all excited and giggly all week about this announcement. So, should we do, Glenn, can you do a drum roll or what you got for us? Perfect. Kathy, what is our big announcement that we have to make here on the Dressage Radio Well. USDF is going to team up with the Dressage Radio Show for our podcasts, and we are excited to be able to bring one voice out to the dressage community, talking about education and things that are going on in the sport of dressage. Yes, we are. We are so excited. So that means we are the official podcast of the USDF. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, (laughs) Going forward, you will be that official podcast. And we are excited to be joining you with the the information. On behalf of the Horse Radio Network, I just wanted to jump in here and say how excited we are. I, you know, we've been working on this for a few weeks. And we're very excited about this and being able to work with you guys. I think with podcasting growing like it is and growing, you know, as quickly as it is, working together is just going to make that all that much better. I would agree. Yeah, we think so as well. So, Kathy, for our first program, we just kind of wanted to to do our kind of introduction and also talk about what are some new things that are happening at USDF? Well, there's a lot of new things happening. We've got some new programs that are being implemented this year. I think you talked about it uh, maybe a few weeks ago. We have our dressage seat equitation for adults that is getting started and growing. And this is going to offer us an opportunity to offer dressage seat equitation for youth and adults. And it is connected to year-end awards. So we're excited about that. We are gearing up for the new tests that are going to be out and available later this fall. Um, That's always a big project. That's going to include a new filming of On the Levels and a lot of new test products. Of course, we're getting ready for finals and convention. And, you know, everybody just needs to 
you know, stay stay in touch on the website and, and look for new updates and new programs that are always coming out. Exactly. And and one of the things that we'll be doing is we'll be there as well, which is always fun. We'll be able to kind of bring a little bit more on the scenes type things that are happening mm-hmm. from the finals and from convention. And convention is where this year? Convention is in Salt Lake this year. And I believe there's information available on the website about the hotel and the, the location. Schedule is going to be going up soon. And, of course, you know, later in the beginning of the fall, we'll be announcing our inductees into the Hall of Fame, Lifetime Achievement Awards, Member of Distinction. So we're looking forward to all of that. Oh, I love it. So, Kathy, can we go back real quick and talk about, because I actually don't know that much about the dressage seat, you know, the whole adult. Can you you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, that's a new program that has been started. And it is to recognize adults who are competing in those classes. There is qualifying criteria to ride in the uh, finals. And uh, the finals will be held uh, in conjunction with their regional championships in each region. And you can go to the website and check out what that criteria is. And you can qualify in two ways, both through acquiring a a minimum score in a dressage seat equitation class and by simply qualifying to go to the regional championships. So if you qualify at any level, you can, you're automatically entered? Oh. You are automatically entered to go in. Oh, that's so cool. So how do you, I I haven't, I haven't personally looked at the entries. Is it, is it pretty obvious where you find that class or how does that work? In the prize list, it would be obviously listed as a dressage seat equitation, and I think most competitions offer them anyway, and sometimes they're broken down by youth, adult, there might be open, there might be adult amateur, but those would all be listed in the prize list. Oh, cool. Well, that's fantastic. That's a completely new division that I, I also don't know that much about, so I'm in my head thinking, who should who should be a part of that? So I love it. Yeah. Very cool. Anybody can be a part of it. And as I said, simply qualifying to ride in a regional championship, not including freestyle, will make you eligible to participate in the finals. Excellent. Very cool. Well, we are so excited again about our new partnership and what's happening. So if our if we have new listeners from USDF, we will have, have a link or how's that going to work on the USDF website? We're going to have a link to the Dressage Radio Show on the website and we'll be also will be available in social media. And we'll also probably as we do articles or have something that is connected to a a podcast or something on the show, we will connect it through the Connection Magazine and other materials. And as far as the feeds go, the Dressage Radio Show uh, podcast feed will stay the same. So if you're listening on the Horse Radio Network side to Reese and Philip for the last six years? Six! Six. Six. This is your anniversary today, isn't it? It's my anniversary. It's Happy my anniversary. anniversary. Thank you. Phil Phil's about three weeks later after after me, but I started June first, six years ago, which we're not gonna talk. That was just again, this is my three month interview. That's right. I'm still on it. So yep. I, I'm slow in deciding, so you're still here. Um yeah. <laughs> but then what's also gonna happen is there was a previous dressage show that the USDF did. And if you're coming in from that show and I've never heard this one 
before, we will be putting this show out on that feed. So this show will go out on both feeds. So if you've been previously listening to the USDF feed on your podcast player or iTunes or wherever before, this show will come out on that feed. So it's going to go out on both. So you'll be able to listen wherever you were listening before. You just might have a new host. Wonderful. Well, there very you go. cool. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, Kathy, um, how can our listeners, if they have any more questions or want to ask you directly on some of the programs at USDF, where can they find you? Well, they can always go to our website at www.usdf.org, or they can reach out to me directly. My email is krobertson at usdf.org. Well, fantastic. And Kathy or someone from the office will be coming on once a month to give us sort of the same kind of update on what's happening at USDF. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. So we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Okay, looking forward to it. Well, that's a big news here for the Dressage Radio Show. And again, congratulations to Reese for six years going in your seven. You're, <laughs> you're, you're just rocking and rolling here. Whew. <laughs> you know, six years, it feels like a long time. Like, this has been a commitment. But no, we're, uh, it, it's You know, it's in really some ways, always... it feels like six years. And in some ways, it's like, it's six years already? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's yeah. very true. Depends and, on what and... day it is. Yeah. But we no, do no, have I mean, new it's... listeners. And I think it would be fun for you guys to kind of just reintroduce yourselves to the new listeners so they know who you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can I can go first since we do joke a lot. We'll 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 bring that back around when uh, Glenn asked me to come on the show six years ago. He he said, "Don't worry, it's just for three months," and so it was a three month commitment at that point. And and now we're going into our well, I guess now into our seventh year. So it's crazy. But my name is Reese Koffler Stanfield, and we're introducing because we will have some new listeners coming over from the USDF podcast. And I am actually based about 10 minutes from the office in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, I have uh, my own farm and training center here. Uh, We've also been here uh, which is crazy. Uh, we're going, yeah, eight years uh, this summer, which is crazy also to think about. Um, and I am recently uh, just achieved my FEI certification. So um, I am a USDF FEI certified instructor uh, and bronze medalist, uh, bronze, silver, and gold medalist, and my freestyle bars as well. So uh, it's just been a joy to be here on the show. And, you know, we, we really try. And, and please always feel like you can get a hold of us or approach us if you want to hear something or have us do something a little different. We, we love that. And, and we, we do. And we forgot a- college professor. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I am a college Sometimes professor. Sometimes you teach a school. Yeah, <laughs> I teach that's school. kind of funny. <laughs> yes, I do. I teach a global sport horse industry at the University of Kentucky. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm teaching a new class in the spring, which will be doing a um, study abroad program, uh, which is great. So I do lots of different things. and But my day job, my real job is, you know, training and, and teaching. I teach a lot, teach all over the country. Uh, and I have to give a shout out to my wonderful husband. You'll hear about him. His name is Travis. And he is... Poor guy. He is like the horsey husband. Uh, he, he was not into horses before we met, but he is now uh, and he owns a farm. Uh, and uh, we have wonderful, we have a wonderful dog that I also talk about a lot. Her name is Annie. And I just took a picture. She always is with me when I do the shows. She doesn't miss a show. So she's actually, <laughs> besides Phil and Glenn, she's my other co-host. So. She's the third, yeah, the she third is, co-host. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Phil, tell us about you. Well, I am Canadian, so I bring a little bit of international flavor to the show, so it's not always so uh, U.S.-centric. Um, 
Reese and I have been friends for a lot longer than we've been doing the show. She actually was the, the one who dragged me along to this. <laughs> I, did. Um, I did. And if you listen to some of my early shows, it wasn't so talkative, but kind of gotten there <laughs> and progressed through, you know, becoming a podcast host, which has been really fun and really great to talk about dressage every week, which I'm really passionate about. I train horses here. I'm a bit of a freelance trainer um, and have a wonderful sponsor who has six horses with me. And uh, we work on riding every day and I work on teaching clinics and all things all around. So um, yeah, Reese and I met originally at a, a horse conference, a symposium held in Maryland, which we did 10 years of that. Uh, it, was a, it was a focus on young dressage horses and young dressage horse tests and things like that. Uh, we did that for 10 or 11 years um, together. And then, you know, about four years in is when we started doing this show together. And we really like talking to each other every week. And, and these days I travel to Florida to see Reese once or twice over the winter to get away from Canada for a little bit. Because <laughs> even though I love it, the weather is not really conducive to riding all year round. Um, so yeah, I like to bring a lot of, you know, a lot of tips and, and a lot of training to the show. And, uh, we always talk about a lot of great topics and, uh, we have some great interviews with top riders. Um, we're starting the book club later on this show this week. So I think that's a great new addition. And we yeah. will say that this is, you know, unlike some of our other podcasts in the Horse Radio Network, this one is more training-centric. So there is a lot more value for your dollar. Um, it, <laughs> it really is, you know, we really, they really do spend a lot of time on training and uh, talking about talking about different things, including exercises that you can try at home. It's very practical that way. Um, and I will say that even I understand some of what they talk about and <laughs> not being anything. I'm the horse husband yeah. too, but if I get it, then you're, everybody else probably gets it. And it's a very popular show. Uh, and we certainly are very proud of it here on the Horse Radio Network. For those that don't know, the Horse Radio Network is one of the largest independent podcast networks in the world. We're now approaching 7,000 episodes. We have 17 different shows, and that's soon to be 19, by the way. So we're adding shows. Adding more and more and more. Yeah, more and more. All the time. Our family's getting bigger. And you can listen at horseradionetwork.com, dressageradio.com, and also uh, we have our own app. So if you want to get tons of good horsey content, more than you could ever listen to in one week, just go to Mm -hmm. Horse Radio Network in the App Store, iOS or Android. Download it. It's free. It's easy. It's one of the simplest ways to listen to the show. One other show I want to plug right now for new listeners is the 2018 WEG show. Uh, Reese and Philip will be involved in that in a few months mm-hmm. here. Is It is a show all about the world of equestrian games that Samantha Clark and I do. We did a 2010 radio show as well, and we cover all all the sports, all eight disciplines, and we will be doing daily wrap-up shows during the World Equestrian Games for all 14 days, and Reese and Philip will be coming in for dressage and helping yeah. us do those shows. So that's another one you can find at 2018radioshow.com. And maybe real quick before you go, Glenn, we can tell people about our auditor program because uh, we talk about it often about yep. our auditors and 
Maybe you can bring that to us as well. Well, we found that uh, we have a lot of loyal listeners, thousands of them, and some of them wanted to help. uh, They wanted to be part of an exclusive group, and we didn't have one. So we started this auditor program, and for as little as a dollar a month, you too can become an auditor. Uh, People donate whatever you want. Whatever value you feel you get out of the show, then that's what you can donate. And it's from a dollar to $25 a month. And one one of the biggest values of that is not only supporting the hosts, because they get half the money that comes in every month, gets divided up amongst the hosts, including Reese and Philip. So they get a little bit of a raise every month because it keeps going yeah, up. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. And we like it. We yeah. love it. Yeah, we we like love it. our auditors. <laughs> but they also get involved. You get to enter the HRN Auditor Facebook page, which is one of the most active, and I think Reese and Philip will tell you this, it's one of the <laughs> most active... Facebook pages out there, but it's also one of the most positive Facebook pages out there. Yes. And auditors talk about their lives. They talk about horses, and there's all different disciplines, Western English, everything. But And it's very personal sometimes in there because it's a safe place, and we keep it that way. So one of the things, if we have an auditor on the show, they always say, I love being in the auditor room. Plus, we have special things. Auditors try out products and do product reviews. Yeah, giveaways. We mm-hmm. do yep. giveaways. We we bring our auditors onto our show to talk to talk to them. Help us uh, with our discussions and well, things. Well, they ask so. questions. They get to ask questions directly. Yeah. They get to come on the show and ask the questions. And we also provide other things for the auditors, too. So it is something that you can take a look at. If you go to dressageradio.com, there's an auditor banner. You can click on that. It's very simple and easy to do. Well, speaking of new things, one of the things that's not new on our show is one of our terrific sponsors, and that's Kentucky Performance Products. They were the first sponsor on the Horse Radio Network 10 years ago and have been with us ever since, and we're very proud of that. So let's hear from Kentucky Performance Products. And then we are coming back with a new thing, and that's the Dressage Book Club. And this was Reese's brilliant idea, and I don't know why we've never thought of it in 7,000 episodes, but good job, Reese. (laughs) Thanks. Fantastic. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Researchers have confirmed that as horses age, they naturally become less sensitive to insulin and more susceptible to health problems caused by too much sugar in the diet. One way to reduce the sugar content in a horse's diet is to replace sugar-laden grains with a high-fat supplement. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It is readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of sugary grains. Equijule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium to phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. Best of all, Equijule allows owners to easily replace the calories previously supplied by sugary grains. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Phil, I can't say that I always have a good idea, but um, we're, we've been talking about the show in the last couple of weeks and, and making some changes uh, all for the better and, and all good things. And I just happened to be sitting down and my friend said, oh, I'm going to book club. And I thought, 
why don't we have a book club on the yeah, radio show? Yeah, we need show? a dressage book club, We need right? a dressage book club. I don't think it exists. And uh, I, I was really kind of excited about it and proud of the idea. And I hope it works. I think, uh, you know, we'll just see. I, we want everyone to enjoy the books we pick. And um, we're going to start out with a great book. Um, it's It's got a mix of theory and exercises. And I think you're going to really enjoy it. But so basically what's going to happen, and, and it may change or we may get some feedback, and which is great. This was just a, a start of a new idea. Um, we'll do a, an interview at the first show of the month with the author of the book that we choose for the month, and we'll have a month to read it. We will give a book away to one of the auditors. This is what we were talking about. We'll put something up on the auditor page on who who would like the book and who would who wants it. Who's going to read or how, it, and then who's, who's going to come on it. to the show? Yeah, yeah, so. and who's going to come on the show? So we're going to have a month to read it. You're going to, uh, we'll let you know where to get them. Probably all of them. You can get them on Amazon, uh, that kind of thing, but we'll make sure they're readily available and you can get them. Uh, so it'll probably give you three weeks to read the book or leaf through the book and, and go through it. I, so I might immediately need a little longer than three weeks. I'm a slow, I'm a slow reader. Bill, <laughs> like, you first first show of the month, buddy. You got to be all ready right, to right. go. I'm gonna get on it. I'm gonna get yeah. on it. I don't <laughs> yeah. have to read it, do I? Because that would be bad. Oh, that's okay. Jen would like the book. Jen would like it. Yeah, my wife would Jen like, would like it. the books. Jen, who who is okay, who also produces our show, uh, would like would like the the books, and she's a horse girl. It's it's, it's how you got into this, isn't it, Glenn? Yes, it is. is. Married Jen. it. Yep. Yeah, you married into it. So I think Jen would really enjoy it. So maybe we'll we'll give it. Jen, uh, Jen can be our producer on that show and talk about the books. So that's our new idea. So our first book of the Dressage Book Club is uh, by a mentor and friend of mine, Beth Baumert, and uh, it's when two spines align, dressage dynamics, uh, and you can get it on Amazon. Uh, and I hope you enjoy her interview. She's going to talk a little bit about herself and uh, why she wrote the book. Well, tonight we have so many fun new things starting, and uh, I'm really excited about this idea, Phil. This is this is our first edition of our new podcast, Book Club. So I am really honored to have Beth Baumert on. She has been part of our family's life for many, many years. Um, she is the technical editor of Dressage Today, and she is the author of the first book that we are highlighting, which is When Two Spines Align, Dressage Dynamic. Beth, welcome to the show. Well, I'm very happy to be here and honored to be the first one. I, I love know. your idea of having a book club. A dressage book club. We're going to keep it very dressage in our book club. (laughs) I know. So I I don't have to go through uh, too much, too many romance novels or (laughs) other other kinds of books that Reese might come up with. Yeah, I think Phil's nervous about. (laughs) We're all pretty narrow minded. (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly so beth we we um we have had you on our show it's been a couple of years now but it was when the book first came out but kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit of of why you decided to to write this book well i guess in the very beginning i've always been very very interested in how how horses and riders work together the physics of it um and physics sounds very, very, very boring, but um, physics gives you the reason or the way to make writing easy so that you're working always with Mother Nature, not 
opposing laws of nature. So um, that actually, way back, my interest began with George Morris because I wrote Hunters and Jumpers, and he is a scientist. And I remember learning from him that, wow, equitation from his point of view is a science. And science comes before art. So he had really nailed the science of equitation. And when I became interested in dressage, that interest, that really more than an interest, sort of a fascination, followed me into dressage. And I really wanted to understand how this all worked. So I became the first editor of Dressage Today. But, you know, an editor is um, more of a wordsmith than I am, and an editor is somebody who sits in the office and makes this thing happen, and I couldn't do that. So I became the technical editor, which meant that I was in charge of all of the articles that had to do with the technique of riding horses, all of the what is commonly known as how-to articles. So I was in the unique and very wonderful position from the very beginning of being able to call anybody in the whole world and say, you know what, you're you're really good at at whatever. Um, your horses are especially expressive. How do you do that? Or I noticed that when when your your horses are very collected and yet they look very free, how do you do that? So I could call upon all those great minds in Germany, and you know what? It was amazing to me, and it still is how how um generous people are who are in our sport people are really they want to help you know in the name of just plain loving the horse they want they want to teach they want to help and what made you change from going to i mean you've written and been involved with so many articles to kind of putting it all together into a book what was the inspiration behind that well, I was always I, I I was always analyzing this and putting it all together um, into a larger piece. What's the whole story? You know, a three thousand word article or a twenty five hundred word article can tell you a little bit about engagement or a little bit about thrust or a little bit about whatever. But in my brain, I was putting it all together. It took quite a while. But really, everything between the covers of the book, um, nothing is my idea. It's all what I've derived from the experts that I've talked to all over the world. And their, their, um, their stories all align. <laughs> so, so Beth, what you know when you say, okay, so this is our first book of of our dressage book club. What are some things that you really want our listeners or our readers to take away? I'd like, um, well, the way it's organized. The first part is how riders work. Like, how does your body ideally work? 
in a way so that it's um, so that you can really influence your horse. And the second part is how does your horse's body work? What um, what ideally? How do you ideally balance him so that he can be um, as athletic as possible and feel free? And then the third part is how horse and rider work together. Um, but the premise of the whole book is is horses are happiest when they feel free, and they. Um, look beautiful when they feel free. I don't mean the kind of free that's like running down the highway. I mean, <laughs> we try not to do that in our yeah, sport, that's bad. I think, no, no. right? We try not to do that, but the kind of free that your horse is is balanced and feels free that um, you're not restraining him, you're guiding him. I mean, we're talking about. Uh, a lot of theory in this book, or are there some exercises that people? I mean, is is it a combination of the two? Um, how did you approach the, you know, the writing of this book, and how you well, want to get these is, across to people? It is a, a book about theory. In fact, I just right now got an endorsement from Carl Hester. Oh, ah, fantastic! Cool. I read this That's book awesome. from cover to cover, and he said, and I. And I absolutely love it, and I quote it all the time. And in fact, I knew that he had quoted it all the time because I was at his master class in Wellington, and he quoted it four times. And I'm like, well, you know, he might have said two things that I thought, but this isn't a coincidence. So I'm well, really, really pleased that. That's that that's liked it. yeah, that's a real that's awesome. uh, endorsement of a great book. And to answer your earlier question, yes, there are exercises at the end of each chapter. Oh, we love so, to have exercises. Mm-hmm. Stuff. We love to have stuff to practice. We like exercises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are so excited to um, to start our book club and to, you know, I think as we always say on the show, you know, there's a balance between theory and actually riding a horse. And, and so that's what's... That's what's fun about this book is there's something you can read and then you can go and, and practice. So, Beth, tell our listeners how um, how do we find this book online and how do we or if we need to, we'd like to get a hold of you. How do, how do we do all those things? Well, currently, the best way to get it is on Amazon. Perfect. That's and so easy. on. Yeah. Amazon.com. Yeah. And we will have a link on our website, and uh, we'll try and get a link on the USDF website um, so that everybody can grab it. And uh, we will—we only have a month, so everyone's going to get going. Can you kind of explain how it's going to work? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, we're doing what we do now. We're going to have the author of every book on at the beginning of the month, and we're going to talk about the book. And then uh, in a month, our first show in july actually we'll we'll talk about the book we'll review the book and we will hopefully grab an auditor to come on and talk with us and uh phil and i and the auditor or anyone else who wants to come on we'll review the book and and then we'll we'll start with our next one so so it's it's uh, like any other book club we really want them to go buy the book read it and then join in for that show to uh to see if they agree with you guys (laughs) <laughs> that's or, exactly yeah, right I mean, it'd be really nice to have different perspectives and different takeaways yeah. from the book and uh 
and and lots of great feedback for our authors and just uh you know chat about dressage like we always love to do and the book can be found on Amazon. It's called When Two Spines Align, Dressage Dynamics. It's Beth, B-A-U-M-E-R-T. And we'll, as, we'll post that on our Facebook page and in the show notes for today. So, but get it soon. You're going to have a month to read it. Yeah, a month. Everyone's <laughs> going to get going. Beth, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, if you, listeners please. have questions, we'd like to you you know, call you back. So we look forward okay. to, to getting started. Thanks, Beth. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Well, Phil, I think we're going to have a great Total Saddle Fit tip of the week, but I have been using my Stretch Tech shoulder relief girth a lot. And let me tell (laughs) you, I really like the detachable liner. Just got to say. I had to switch hello to the, uh, he was in, he somehow just got a little pinch or something and I switched him to the wool liner. Love it. Love it. Fantastic. It's well, great. It's finally Washing gotten great. warm here. So yeah, yeah we're, I'm, I'm, uh, kind of took the leather, the leather liners off and put on the neoprene ones and they can sweat and I can hose that down. Like, like you <laughs> like to do Reese. Um, I like to do. We all know it. So, but I mean, the products are really versatile, really tough. I mean, they're meant for a barn environment. They're not, you know, like you don't have to, you know, take super good. I mean, I try and take good care of the stuff, but I yeah, mean, we know that, sure, sure. that we're short on time and we're short on, um, you know, all these things. So being able to hose that off or, <laughs> Or throw the wool one in the in the laundry and then have it come out Love clean. It. Great, you know that that's all very very useful to us. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was at a horse show this last weekend, and somebody said to me, "You know, is that you know shoulder relief girth really you know good? You know, do you think it'll help my horse?" And I says, "Listen, it can't not help your horse, and there's a hundred and ten percent money back guarantee to it. So you don't have anything to lose by ordering one. You don't like it? Talk to Justin and and send it back. Basically, so it's just that easy." great products you know the the first one i got is still going like it was yeah mine too it's like it's the first day I yeah got it, it looks like the same <laughs> ah, i i know it's amazing so, yeah these products are tough that's what i really like about them they're meant to be used and they're you know they're meant to be uh used every day so mm-hmm. thank you them. so much justin for your Yay, product justin a total saddle fit all fantastic. kinds of new products yeah i think it's great I love it. So, Phil, you've got a great total saddle fit tip for us off of. I don't know. Facebook you page? might have to come up with a tip, but uh, oh I'll get yeah, to the question. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll both come in with a tip as usual. So, here's a listener question from Megan. At my last horse trial, my horse warmed up great and had to walk down a small hill into the lower arena where the dressage arena was located. He immediately forgot everything he had accomplished in the warm up and very felt very on the muscle. The judge blew the whistle right away, and my horse charged down center line he, like he was going into battle. Any tips or tricks on how to quickly manage tension that crops up in the transition between the arena and the, uh, I guess the, it's the warm-up arena and the competition arena? Any thoughts? Yeah, yeah this is uh, this is a tough one. Yeah, and you know we it, it is show season here too, and and we had horses all over uh, horse shows last weekend, and so everyone's kind of coming back this week. And what do we need to work on for the getting next your feedback, couple of weeks? Right? Yeah, getting the feedback. Watching videos. I had, 
Yeah, I had some good and and ugly and okay, and I got I got kind of the gamut. Everything in between. Yeah, I did. I did this week. Um, I also had a horse, kind of very similar. It's a horse um, that that I know pretty well. I I work with him year round, and I work with him in Florida, and I work with him here in Kentucky. So I know the horse pretty well, and I know the horse in some different environments. And it's an event horse, and he also does show jumping and you know it's it's a pretty well-rounded horse and (laughs) she went down the center line and I something it was windy and like the tent was flapping and you know she said oh my gosh I just went down the center line and I just lost him you know what are some things that I can do so a similar question um a little different scenario but I think one of the things um that we try to do in training is I actually um, if, if we're really practicing the test, we do take a little break and maybe we have a little water break or we have a little discussion break. And we do that on purpose because that typically happens at the horse show. You typically stop and we'll take your boots off or have a drink of water or talk to your trainer. Um, and so sometimes when you pick the, that horse back up, it says, uh, uh-uh, no, no, I've, I'm good. Uh, I'm done. So we, we train that, um, I also think it's good to tr- to change venues when you're training. So um, let's say sometimes we'll warm up outside and we'll come into the arena, the main ring, and ride the test. Uh, so I think that that's also a very helpful thing uh, so that the horses are used to changing because a lot of times you ride in the same environment and you don't go somewhere else. So um, that is something that we try to do. Also here, you know, I'm super lucky here in Lexington. Uh, we have a wonderful, um, to the local park and it's a ride a test clinic and it happens actually every Wednesday night to local a local judge and a local trainer uh, they go to this park and uh, it's called Summerbird and you can go and, you, and for ten dollars you can ride your test and get feedback and if it doesn't go well I personally have um, spent forty dollars on one horse before because <laughs> I rode the <laughs> test four times I mean yeah. he, I, I just couldn't yeah. I mean he would not focus and uh, it was a young horse and he needed to learn we go to the horse show or we go it's as much of a horse show environment as you can get on a Wednesday night but it's a great uh, thing you could do that same model somewhere else at a local farm yeah at a local local farm farm, absolutely lots of local farms host shows and they're happy Mm -hmm. to I know one that will will have you over if it's not a horse show or whatever you can sort of use the same environment and and practice but I think what we're saying here is it's a lot about miles, right? And learning yes. how to deal with these situations. And I, you know, I like to go to multi-day shows so that, you know, like I'll, I'll trailer in the day before so that I can, you know, sort of create this show environment without the judge in the booth. So I warm up the horse in the warm up arena and then, you know, just like it was a show, walk your horse over, do a test. Okay, goes good, goes bad, whatever. Go back out to the warm-up, do another, you know, try and fix a few things, come back in so that you're getting that experience of the warm-up being somewhere other than the than the test riding ring. The other thing that I have to, you know, as a little piece of advice for lots of people is that uh, in this situation where you're warming up and then you got to do a dressage test, get out to the to the show ring a little early so that you can get mm-hmm. in there as the last... As the last rider makes their halt, usually at most shows, you'll be able to, to enter the show ring when they've done their halt. So you will have at least the time that that rider needs to leave the ring before the judge can physically yes. ring the bell, right? Because you can't go in before they're out, right? And probably, and usually a little more time, you know, um, 
sometimes you have a wordy judge that <laughs> wants to write a lot on the on the test right before, and that's an opportunity to warm up. So, but if you're going in after that rider is all out and cleaned up and you know gone, then you're not right. You know, you're not planning yes. for success enough, right? So that would be kind of my main tip. And then it's just about getting miles and, and doing it over and over again. Um, what I like to do with the young horses and when they're a little bit nervous is that, you know, I try I try my best to ride a straight line, but I can feel if my horse is a little nervous and I'm going to put them in a little bit of shoulder four yes. all the way up into the halt, into the halt. If it's not square, it probably wasn't going to be square anyways, but I need to do a sub, you know, a suppling exercise to get that horse listening to me, to get them from the inside leg to the outside rein and, you know, bending around. So just this weekend I was, I was showing, I was showing a five-year-old. It was his second time to a horse show and, you know, did, did some tests. Whatever. And one, and one of the judges, I think it was Jane Ayers, uh, commented that I had too much bend in my horse, right? You know, she's just, you know, he's going around, he's doing his first level pattern, right? And, and, then, and then the comment at the end was that I, ha- I had too much bend. Well, I tell you, I had too much bend because otherwise that horse was going to look at the flowers outside the ring and run in. So, you know, personally, I I, want to ride the best test. I want to get a great score. But I was doing, you know, I was doing the necessary work to get that horse comfortable with the environment and and at least between my inside leg and my outside rein and being able to complete the movements of the test. So I can say, yeah, that's a fair comment, right? He wasn't really straight enough to get the top, top, you know, eights and nines. But I was doing, I had a plan and I was just implementing my plan to get through the test in a calm way. Because, you know, if I had just, you know, tried to really straighten him, hold two reins really tight, I know that I'd come around that judge's booth and he would be gone. He'd be out the arena or, you know, whatever. So, you know, you got to have, you know, where is your horse at with his training? How much can I achieve? You know, how much can I accomplish? And I had a plan. And so I'm going to take the score that I got. It was fine. It was, you know, I just say, yeah, that's a fair comment from the judge. I understand that comment. I, I, those judge, if I were to talk to them, I would also say, this is why I was doing that. And I'm going to keep doing that until my horse is really calm and quiet. And then I'm going to perfect, you know, the test. So, you know, you sometimes have to do what I call a purpose ride. Yeah. And, you know, and to, you know, to have a plan and to accomplish that plan because, I would much prefer that he was a little overbent to the inside and his circles had a little bit too much bend and he was going a little bit through the outside shoulder than to have this nervous, you know, held together horse really, you know, and, and not and not teaching them that the that the show ring is is a place I was really trying to relax him. And that was my plan and my goal for him to get through all of his tests this weekend. So well, and I think that that what you're saying is really important. And I think, you know, some a lot of times people are pretty good. And if you listen to our show, I hope you're really good about planning in the arena and knowing your test and and doing your visualization. That's super important. Also, but my visualization actually starts from the warm up into the arena because that is a really important time where people lose their horse all the time. Sometimes oh, it's, so it's a long yeah, walk. This is yeah. a great question because it's, it's a so great common. question. Yeah. Literally, I had I had I have answered this question four times this week. Like, oh, I had a great warm up, but I lost them. Okay, so how yeah. did we lose them? Where did we lose them? But the other thing is, like Phil was saying, around the arena, he had a plan. Um, and I'm showing this weekend. I'm showing um, uh, everybody's seen. Follow me, uh, Mikey. He's showing second level. It's a little bit of a stretch, but we're gonna go for it. Um, 
I know uh, I have a plan of what I'm going to do around the arena because I know if I do a certain thing, I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm going to go around the arena and he is going to canter forward to the bit around the arena. Uh, I know if I go in and I trot, I'm going to sort of lose my trot. So I know that. And so I have a plan of what I'm going to do around the arena and, and hopefully it works. <laughs> Tune in for next week's installment. Yeah, maybe it doesn't work and you got to come up with a new <laughs> and plan. And I got to come up with a new plan. Of, that's part yeah. of writing thousands of tests. Thousands right. of test patterns you know yeah that's whether right, you like it? whether you know if you're an eventer you probably don't like that maybe you don't like that yeah. aspect of of the the eventing but um if you want to be it's how you win it's how yeah. you win <laughs> you got to do it so, so yeah you gotta do it find them on it have a plan yeah. do your best come out if it doesn't work make a new plan or figure figure right. out what's gonna work and, and uh, train it a little bit and and yeah. train it I mean, that's the other thing is you really have to train it. So we hope that helps. As always, we try to uh, use our total saddle fit tip of the week to help you. And uh, let us know. And everybody, good luck because it is show season. So we hope you're doing a good good, uh, good job. And feel free to contact us with any more show questions. We love them. And you can do that by contacting Reese at Reese at HorseRadioNetwork.com or Philip at Philip at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Well, as always, we love email and Facebook shout outs. And that is for our new listeners that have come on the show. We really do answer them and we really do try to get people on. If you have a question or, or a tip you think we should tackle or we need to find someone else, we will do that. So we do a trainer tip every week and uh, we always love feedback. It makes our job even easier uh, here on the show. And we, like I said, we're super excited. I'm, I'm excited to enter a new year here at the Horse Radio Network and drag and fill along. And uh, we're very excited to be the new official podcast of the United States Resage Federation, which is your connection to dressage education, competition, and achievement. Visit usdf.org for more information. That's www.usdf.org, the online destination for dressage. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com. I have a new Instagram account, maplecrestfarm, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. The best way to find me is on Facebook, or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a good show, and don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we will talk to you next week.